Hi, I'm Terry Naturally. And I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner. And I have over 50 years of experience and knowledge in health and nutrition. And I'm a medical doctor with a passion for holistic health. We come together to offer you unique viewpoints and expertise as health advocates around topics that deal with today's health concerns. And always for your good health. So let's get into today's topic. Good morning, Terry. Hey, good morning. How are you today? Great. Good to see you. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a little while, but you've been traveling. I've been traveling. We've been seeing some good things, having fun. And, having lots of and fun. And being more active. Yes. And that's good for everybody. So good. Yes, absolutely. So good. Yep. Um, so I think today we wanted to talk about exercise, fitness, movement, whatever you want to call it. It's a lot of activity. Person, a lot of activity. And not many people do. No. And I think the cool, I think both of us have a similar um, foundation to exercise looking back to our childhood. I'm assuming you were not a big active exerciser when you were a child. I was not, and I'm <laughs> not, I was never athletic. I never was in any sports. Um, I was clumsy and awkward and didn't do very many things well. No, I didn't do anything. Um, that was one of my problems too. And I was the same way. I, you know, I grew up um, I had a wonderful childhood, but I was very sedentary. It was a lot of video games and laying around and watching, we call them sitcoms, um, lots of relaxation. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I really didn't think about exercise until I would say my adolescent years, my family finally started to kind of get on the exercise routine, Right. but it wasn't something I did at all. And I was equally very clumsy. I would make baskets for the wrong basketball team, um, I was, you know, p- picked last in gym class. You know, they line everyone up and they right. pick teams. I was usually picked last just because I wasn't very athletic. Boy, we make a good pair here for activity <laughs> I today. Know, <laughs> I know. So for me personally, um, when I was probably, you know, in, in my preteen adolescent years, um, it's when my parents finally got on the exercise kick and looked at us as a family and said, oh my gosh, we're, we need to do something about this or this is going to be, become a problem. Um, so we started doing things like aerobics, Jane Fonda workouts with videos, um, going to the Y, YMCA in town. But it was still, I would say, fairly sedentary, you know. But it's been a, it's been a big transition for me to where I'm at now, which is where I don't feel normal unless I exercise every day. I don't do it every day, but I do enough every week to make sure that I do stay uh, well-toned, stronger, healthier. right. Um, and just to make sure that you have enough activity to be healthy. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, people, I look at, I look at high school athletes and the push for being in a sport and, and doing these, these things. And I, I think you have to reframe it where I exercise so that I can do the things I love to do. I don't exercise so that I can be the best at that sport so I can run a marathon or do, do an Ironman or anything like that. Um, but it's how can I keep my body balanced and physically fit so I can do all the things I love to do. I can be a great mom. I can travel. I can do all these activities I like to do. Um, and that's that's what I try to teach my patients as well. I think it's kind of like called uh, functional activity. Yes. Functional exercise. 100%. So that it takes you through the day and do the things you can do. Lift the groceries into the car. Yes. Pick, a, pick the baby out of the car. Not straining your back. Exactly. All those kind of things that we need to do every day. Right. And I don't think people think about it that way. They think, oh, I either have to work out, go to the gym, do the treadmill, the elliptical, run. Um, but they don't think about it as, as a balanced thing. You know, when I, was a, when I was a med student resident, I used to run six miles a day every day, no matter what. 
And I had chronic low back pain. I had plantar fasciitis, which have you ever had that before? Do you no, know? I never have. It's it's terrible. It's, it's it just is. pain on the bottom of your feet that you have every day. Um, and I and my body shape was kind of misshapen because all I had was strong legs and everything else wasn't worked on. Right. Um, and so for me, it it took realizing that I had to incorporate um, strength training, Pilates, yoga, um, just different cross training activities to work all the muscle groups to create a balance. And that's when it. That's when I had started having a body that didn't hurt anymore. Right. I think um, what I think about some people is that they. I'm not a big proponent for running. Uh, I think there should be some strength exercise involved as well. If you want to run, fine, but include some strength exercise as well because it strengthens your bones, strengthens your muscles, where running really does not. Right. Uh, so, like you said, you had strong legs, but the rest of your body was not as well toned as your legs were. Not at all. And really, if you don't have some uh, weight-bearing exercises that pits yourself against some weight, it makes it makes your entire body stronger. And I love working out with kettlebells. And that's one of the things I do. Uh, I do that three or four times because it only takes a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I do some uh, weightlifting exercises as well. I'll do some squats. I'll do some deadlifts. But I don't do real heavy weight. I don't think it's necessary. Right. Uh, just to keep our body stronger, yeah, not, I, not to try to outlift somebody. I, I completely agree. Um, and I think one of the things too is, you know, you talk about running and I'm, I'm a runner. I love running. I could run every day if my body allowed me to. Um, but people don't understand that exercising isn't just about burning the calories. It's about creating the muscle mass that will burn the calories after you exercise. Right. That, and, and it's, it's huge. You know, there's all these people who, Sometimes I think it's harder for people who exercise a lot doing a ton of cardio to lose weight than it is for the people who exercise less. I did that years ago. I used to exercise to lose weight so I could eat more. Mm-hmm. That's what most people do. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. You know, you can't outrun, you can't outrun a diet, you, a bad diet. You can't outrun your fork. <laughs> no. No. You can't. You, no. can't. you can't lose your fork. You can't outrun, you can't run, outrun a bad diet. No. When I was in undergrad, I used to uh, run. When I was, I, I ran the six miles a day in undergrad too. And I would run so that I could drink beer, eat chili at after bar, and then eat cookies while I was studying. I mean, I ate terribly, terribly. It never worked, obviously. Um, luckily, I was young and resilient, but you know, it took it took me to go through some pretty big transitions to finally hone in on what oh, yeah. true health and, and activity meant. Definitely. Um, and I think, um, so, so what I tell my patients is I I always like to share this with everyone because I think I I would have loved to have heard this when I was younger is that first of all, you don't have to call it exercise. Sometimes exercise is negative. You're like, Oh, I have to exercise. I don't like doing that. Just think of it as movement activity, something that's fun. Um, second of all, think of things you like to do that are active. You know, people, you don't have to run. You don't have to go to the gym. You can go for walks. You can jump rope. You can do cartwheels. You know, there's so many bike riding. There's so many things you can do that move your body. Um, you can have a job that's that's active. You know, if you look at someone like a farmer or um, someone who works in a warehouse and they're just pounding the pavement all day long, right. that's going to be a very active lifestyle. So you have to actually just think about it that way and be like, okay, first of all, how active am I, am I every day? And then compare it to how active we used to be. That was another big eye-opening experience for me is that, um, you know, you look at our, we've, we've basically been industrialized out of activity. Everything we do is automated for us, remote controls, cars, um, our smart devices, you know, everything is automated. So we don't have to move if we don't want to. We're at, de- we're at 
on Zoom meetings all day at our desk. You know, I'm in I'm in clinic all day sitting with my patients. So so compared to how we used to be, you know, hundred years ago or whenever it was, hunter gathering, moving around, housewives being active in the household, cleaning the house all day long, you know, that was there's a there's a fair amount of difference in calories burned. Exactly. Wouldn't you say? Exactly. I mean, thousands of calories difference. Yes. Years ago, we either ran after our dinner or we ran away from someone else's animal right. that was trying to make us the dinner. Right. And now we expect to have similar bodies and health and not move at all. And it's just, it, it's not possible. There's a disconnect. So you have to be very intentional about incorporating activity into your life if you don't have an active lifestyle. Um and so, so that's the first thing I think about. And then the second thing I think about is like, okay, so then how do you do it? So first of all, you have you try to make everything you do on a daily basis require more activity. So I think simple things like parking far away from the entrance to the store. That's huge. Don't you know? use the escalator. Don't use the escalator. You know, when I'm at the airport, everyone makes fun of me because I don't use the moving walkways and I don't use the escalator unless I have a really heavy carry-on bag. You know, so, so you, just, right. you just walk more. Um, and, then, and, then, and then if you can't, incorporate the activity in your entire day, then have a dedicated workout every day. You know, whether you go for a run or you go to the gym and do weights or you do weights in your own home, do body weight exercises. There's so many different ways you can do it and then make sure it's balanced. And I think that's the key. So, you know, you do some cardio, you do some weight training, you do some flexibility training so that you're keeping things loose and stretched um, so that you don't get injured. Right. I think it all helps to make your body much more toned. Yep. And more flexibility and mobility as well. Yeah. And so, um, and, and I always say, get help if you need it. You know, it's, I, I've had a lot of different teachers on how to work out over the years, even, you know, whether it's running or doing weight training, obviously something like Pilates or yoga, you need an instructor to teach you how to do it. There's tons of good YouTube videos. There's tons of great apps that you can buy that have instruction. Obviously there's things like Peloton and there's just hundreds of things you can do online to get help. But you know, to get some instruction. It's like anything else in life. It's not just going to come intuitively or naturally. Um, you need some some mentoring, I would say. Because okay. I mean, I'm sure you've had you've had trainers to teach right. you how to do the kettlebells and the years ago. And... First of all, I started working out with a gentleman that really was well versed in weightlifting. Right. I had never lifted a weight in my life, and he got me started. That helped me a tremendous uh, um, uh, ways to get really a, a way of, to get rid of the weight. Right. And to get more flexible, to get more mobility, and to feel better, you know, exercise actually has been pitted against drugs for depression, and oh, exercise 100%. is equally as effective as drugs for depression, or more, or more. I would argue more, yeah. unless in for in, in a lot of cases. Um, and I think that's the other thing people fail to realize is that um, it it might not feel good when you're doing it, but but it always feels good after you do it. And the more consistent you are with doing it, the less it will hurt when you're doing it, obviously. That's a no-brainer. Um, but, but for things like obesity, depression, seasonal affective disorder, um, uh, metabolic syndrome, so which means like when you have too much belly fat, exercise, diabetes, exercise is pitted against all of those things. So it's, it's really not an optional thing in life. And I would say in my patient population... Most people aren't doing it. Yeah. That's, we've, we've made it optional. We've made it optional. Because we don't need to work out if we don't want to. We don't need right. to climb stairs. We don't have to walk practically anywhere. I mean, everything is made so simple right. and so non-active that everybody's daily life is a non-active life. Yeah. I mean, I look at um, you know some of my patients. They wake up in the morning, have their breakfast. They go sit at their desk right now at home because of the pandemic. Yes. Um, 
they're on Zoom meetings all day or working on their computer till five o'clock at night. Yep. Then it's dinner. And sit in the couch. And then on it's the couch. couch. And then it's watch TV. And then it's until bed. they go to bed. Right. You know, they have no movement. None. And I mean, and, and if you're one of those people, there is no shame in it. We're, I'm not shaming, but I need to tell you that that there is no way you can feel good if you do that, you, either mentally or physically. So, so if you're in that situation, something has to change unless you're totally great with how you feel right now. And, and I'm sure you're not. Yeah, most people do not feel good, but they don't. They don't. They don't connect that though. Right. They don't connect movement with feeling good. Right. Uh, they think it's working out hard, and you don't have to work out no. hard. In fact, most people that, in fact, young guys that work out weights and they want to get stronger and bigger and have better muscles, and if it isn't happening really fast, they work out harder and harder and harder, and then that actually is not the way to make muscles. It's, it's to stimulate the muscle for growth, and the only way you make muscles grow is to rest and relax, because actually when you're working out, you're tearing the muscles down. And they don't come back unless you give them plenty of rest. rest and they day, think, I right. better work out again, work out again, right. work out again, because I'm not growing as fast as I want to. It's the worst thing you can do. Right, right. So you need to... That I, I balance mean, it with rest. Balance it with rest, absolutely. So if you're someone who's hitting it hard, you have to have rest days as well. And if you're someone who's that couch potato, you know, it, start with a walk every day. I tell my patients, you know, if they're if they're disabled in any way or have pain, I'm, I say, you know, just walk around the block. Um, if they're not disabled and don't have any pain and they can walk more, I say walk a mile for the first couple of weeks yeah. and then make it two and then make it three. There's a guy on my street right now. Um, maybe you've seen him, but he in the last year has started walking. I see him walking with grocery bags. I see him walking, you know, every single day. And I've literally watched the guy go down probably 50 pounds. Wow. That's fantastic. In the last year. It's taken yes. a year, but, but his posture's taller. Um, he looks happier. I don't know the guy at all, but I'm just so inspired by, by that. And he's literally done it through, I'm sure he's done other lifestyle changes as well with diet and things like that. But, um, the walking has just been incredible to watch. It's the best thing people can do Yeah. without putting any strain on their body, getting people to start out. You know, I met a gentleman one time. He's, I really was grossly overweight. So he said, I went out and he said, I spent a couple hundred dollars on his brand new sweatsuit because I didn't want anybody to see me in old sweats. He said, I wanted to be really the, the, the person out there that really looked good when I was going to start to run. And he was grossly overweight. So he, the first day I went out the door, he says, I made it to the mailbox. <laughs> That's as far as he went. Right. But he didn't go up. Right. And over a period of time, he lost a tremendous amount of weight, looked fantastic. He was a motivational speaker. Really? Uh, and he did a phenomenal job. Well, that was a model right there to see what happened to him over time. And whatever you do, you have to be inspired to do it or don't do it. Because if you don't like it, you're not going to stay with it. 100%. Right. So I think it's important to do things you love to do. You know, like I love all the different activities that I do. And, and I love to do them because then they allow me to do more activities. Right. Um, there's not, and, you know, I hate running on a treadmill. I hate going to a gym and working out on their electric machines. I hate it. So I don't, I never do it. I, I do everything as, as much as I can outside. Um, or I go to someone who trains me. Um, I just do what I love to do. And it works. And it works. Yes. And then it, it makes me want to keep doing it. And so every day I literally want, I look forward to my workout for the day. You know, like today I have a Pilates class in the afternoon. I've been excited for it all week because I had to miss my class last week. So I, I love it because I know I'm, I feel great after it. I know it's just making my body strong so I can do all the things I love to do. That's really what exercise is for. It is. To allow you to have good health, both physically and mentally. Yes. So I think, 
you know, take home points and I, you, you can share what your take home points would be as well. But I would, I always <clears throat> say first assess your own situation and where are you at in the spectrum? Are you the couch potato or are you the overtrained super athlete, whatever it is, where are you at on the spectrum? And then, um, how do you feel? So does your body feel balanced, healthy, strong, pain-free, and then make a plan to get to your goal. And I would say the goal for everyone would be that you have a body that's pain-free, moves to the point where you can do everything that you love to do and you feel healthy and happy. And then, and then try to assess that and say, okay, I'm going to make a plan to walk every, if you're the couch potato, take a walk every day. If you're the hardcore overtrained athlete and you're in chronic pain and fatigued, take a rest day or get some help from a trainer who can tell you how to balance things or eat better or whatever it needs to be. Or reduce the time that you're exercising. Or reduce the time you're exercising. You don't have to make it an hour or two hours No, a you day. don't. No. And some people do. They, they really go excessively in a the lot amount of, of time mm-hmm. that they're spending out working out. It's not necessary. Not necessary. Uh, you're there to stimulate the body, stimulate the muscles, and get some growth. And it can be anywhere from six minutes to, to an hour if you do the, the different kinds of exercise. Definitely. Definitely. So anything else? Um, I think people should be encouraged to start off with something that they really love, mm-hmm. that they know they're going to stick with. If you say, my friend does this, and hey, it might not work for you just because your friend does it, and you don't exercise with your friend because then you start talking to your friend and you're not really doing the exercise. Right. Um, you know, I love kettlebells, and it's easy to do at home. That's why I try to get a lot of people involved in it because starting off with never exercising or being a couch potato you may not want to go out into a gym environment. Right. Uh, you might want to do it at home. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the time, you don't have to spend a half hour going to the gym, right. getting changed in clothes, working out, another half hour going home again. You know what? You might spend two hours if you're going to work out. You can go into your bedroom, pick up a, a kettlebell, which is like a, a cannonball with a handle. Mm-hmm. And it's called the kettlebell swing and the kettlebell squat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do either, either of those or both of those. It only takes about six minutes of exercise, um, three or four times, you're done. Uh, so you don't really have to do a lot of exercise to be healthy if you choose the right ones. But what you have to do is stick with it. Yes. You can't give up. You can't say, I don't like that. I don't want to exercise. Then find something different. Find something you really, really enjoy and you don't mind doing it and you keep doing it. Uh, it's pretty simple. And I would say if you're a parent as well, um, do it for your kids because kids model their parents' behavior. Oh, yeah. So, you know, rather than push them to be in organized sports, organized sports are great. Do them if you want to, but also model to them how they can keep an active lifestyle once they're even out of school. Because that's I the agree. one thing I yes. see is these kids do organized sports and then they go to college and go into their adult years and they never learned how to stay physically active on their own without a coach or a, a team. Right. So, right. so model that behavior to your kids and then without even telling them how to do it, they'll naturally do it. I agree. Absolutely. So. It's the best thing to do. Stay active, exercise to some degree, uh, but also I think a really good thing to do is combine a diet with it. I was going to say, and eat healthy. Yes, and eat healthy. <laughs> Reference Absolutely. our old podcast about eating healthy. You can't outrun, you can't outwork no, you a can't. bad diet. You can't. And I see that all the time. And I've done it myself in the earlier years. Same. Now I've combined a really good healthy diet with a good dose of good exercise. And then if you have the healthy diet... You don't have to actually do as much exercise. Oh, you absolutely can be more not. You don't have your to exercise and maintain a really nice physical fitness. Right. So I've changed my diet to the diet that I have chosen for myself. 
Um, I'm stronger and healthier and more muscular than I was when I worked out, worked out, worked out, but with a bad diet. Right, right. Well, here's to fitness. Absolutely. Actually, it's a gift. It is a gift. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We should be blessed by it. We are. 